Hey, welcome to another Enneagram podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yet another Enneagram podcast. But this one's different. Another Enneagram podcast is here to help you be a better leader for your team. We know leadership is already challenging enough, and it can be downright frustrating when your team communication breaks down. Another Enneagram podcast is here to tell you stories of leaders just like you who are learning how to lead their teams better with the Enneagram. If you want your team to communicate better, be more productive, and love their jobs, another Enneagram podcast is for you. Hey, welcome back to another Enneagram podcast. Uh, I am your co-host, Ryan, with my other co-host here, Cody, and we are continuing in this rapid fire series of top 10 questions around the Enneagram. These are shorter episodes, like we say, uh, but we think that they're good, think that you're going to like them and find them useful. So share them with somebody that you think might enjoy it. Cody, ready for number eight? Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. I'm really testing you on this one. Number eight is who created the Enneagram? You tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Got anything? Man, uh, I I don't know. From my research, um, the origins of the Enneagram um, seem to be a little bit of everywhere. Um, I actually, I think when I first dove in, uh, somebody even made reference to that when you read the Odyssey, um, is that there's a, a different part of that story where there's nine islands with nine different types of people. And they yeah. say that it, that even has um, reference points to the Enneagram itself. Um, and that was, what, thousands of years ago, which is which is crazy. So, um, the original origins, um, I am unaware of. So maybe you can enlighten me. Well, let me just tell you, you're exactly right. Um, Oh, perfect. (laughs) I was sweating bullets there for a second. (laughs) No, there's, um, there's a lot of different, like you said, different kind of origin stories for it and evidence of, uh, Enneagram or, or things really similar to Enneagram in a lot of historical stuff. So whether that's, um, you know, ancient writers or philosophers, like you're talking about with, um, with the Odyssey, right. Um, philosophers and things like that from, from ancient cultures. Uh, there's also lots of kind of evidence with ancient Jewish, uh, stuff and ancient Muslim communities that would use, uh, not necessarily the Enneagram that we, see today or like how we have Mm. it today, but uh, just kind of general knowledge about human personality and things like that, that would very much fit into our modern Enneagram structure. Right. Um, And so what is cool is there is a lot of evidence for uh, more ancient communities using it uh, to kind of shepherd and guide and, and help people. And so one of the, my favorite ones is from a group called the desert fathers familiar with them at all yeah for sure so basically the desert fathers are an early um christian community i think that that left kind of the the cities that they were in in the middle east and decided they were going to go out and live you know kind of apart from everything else they wanted to preserve their culture and and not be too impacted by the world around them and they documented a lot of that and there's some good really strong evidence for them using um earlier iterations of the Enneagram to help guide and, and love on their people. And so, mm. um, so that's pretty cool. And, and then of course it's been passed down through a lot of different cultures and generations and stuff. And uh, there's been different people who have put in a lot of work uh, into it, uh, whether that's been um, 
you know, different people in like, I know there's been some South American and European um, people who have, who have helped bring it from kind of more ancient roots to what the Enneagram is today. Uh, and then, you know, in the past 50 years, there's been, um, it's kind of made its way into a lot of circles in America. It was really strong in the Jesuit priests for a long time. Mm. Uh, but what's really interesting about that is that it was actually kind of secret knowledge, right? Hmm. Um, so Jesuit priests were trained to use the Enneagram to help, again, shepherd, guide, love on their people, but they weren't allowed to teach it to other people, mm. right? which is kind of interesting. You're like, why wouldn't you uh, do that? But the reason was they wanted to protect it from being some like little kitschy thing that's, you know, taken uh, for granted. And honestly, they just didn't want it to become a a five minute Facebook quiz, you know? (laughs) (laughs) For sure. For sure. And so um, it wasn't until somewhat recently that it started becoming more common knowledge and made its way outside of some of those traditions and has been just transformed by modern psychology and and sociology to become the Enneagram that we have today. So Mm -hmm. that's a long-winded way of saying um, we don't know exactly, uh, like you said at the beginning. But what we do know is that it's been around for a long time and has changed mm-hmm. and evolved uh, as we've learned more about personality uh, and and just humanity uh, over time. And so that's how we've got our modern Enneagram. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's the only thing I was going to add and you, you ended up covering it. Um, but within the last, I would say like 100, 150 years in the breakthrough of kind of behavioral science and psychology, um, a lot of that work has contributed, like you said, to the Enneagram that we see today. Um, and, uh, some of the more, I would say like kind of complex depths of the Enneagram and different things like that. And then you have guys like Richard Rohr and Chris Hewitt that are, um, really bringing it into kind of the realm of, of spirituality and, and giving it some, uh, language and like practically what it looks like, um, to embody this, this information. And so, um, but yeah, it is cool to see something that's kind of stood the test of time and uh, continue to evolve and, and things like that. And so, yeah. Yeah, love it. Well, we'll be back next time with number seven. All righty. Hey, thanks for joining us today on another Enneagram podcast. As fellow leaders, we know it can be frustrating when it seems like you always run into the same problems on your team with the same people. But leaders just like you are learning how to lead their teams better using the Enneagram and you can too. So if you like what you heard today, we would love it if you would share this podcast on social media. And leave a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts, preferably only good you know, reviews and ratings. That would be great. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on Instagram or at Another Enneagram or head over to our website, anotherenneagram.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode of Another Enneagram Podcast.